You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Here in the podcast, we preach a sensible approach to fitness. A sound fitness program will allow you to function better in your day-to-day movements, can help you prevent disease and injury, increase energy levels, and reduce stress. Yes, everything you said, plus we all like to look good naked. Uh, yeah, and that. Today we're going to talk to someone whose job it is to look good naked. And that's why, guys, I brought some singles, because we have a stripper in the house whose only job is to look good naked. Hey, guys. Yeah, my only job is to look good naked. All Join right. us for today's The Podcast. It's The Podcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer, and I've got a six-pack. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Podcast. I'm Michael Buckley. And I'm Robin Shaw. And welcome back. I, uh, I just came from a body sculpting class. Actually, it was Shred, is what they call it. Oh, yeah? It was rough. Shred, little T, <laughs> little M. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What is that? What is that consist of? It's just of, like, like a full body, like weights and cardio mixed together. Were there any dudes in the class at all? No, not one penis. Actually, the teacher was a was a guy. Oh, was he? Yeah. Was he? he? What? What? What were you gonna say? No, I, I mean, I wasn't gonna ask because I know. What? If you think I'm gay? Yeah, was he a gay guy? Um, I, I don't think so. I mean, he was enthusiastic. But I, don't think <laughs> I get really enthusiastic, too. <laughs> I don't think he was I'm actually guy. one of those guys, like, if you, uh, if you start asking a lot of questions, like, yeah. the, the assumption is definitely, like, oh, that guy's definitely gay, like... Do people think you're gay a lot? Uh, not so much, but, I mean, if you really start asking questions, like, I don't, I don't like sports, Yeah. you know, so, like... <laughs> so you're saying that's a little gay? <laughs> well, no, but it's the things I do, like, instead, like, I don't, I don't know anything about Music, sports, but, but I know every theater. word, I know every word to, like... Evita, right, you know? <laughs> and, and people think I'm a lesbian a lot because like I love like lifting weights and I hate men. No I'm kidding, <laughs> but right. like, uh, um, but anyway, so I took this shred class and I struggled the whole class. Like I, I really, looked, yeah. What was hard about it? I, uh, I drank coffee right before. Like I wasn't hydrated. I hadn't eaten yet. So uh, I, like, didn't, I didn't like go yeah. prepared. You I can't went, work like, out on an empty stomach. I know, I know. Do you do stuff like that all the time? Where, all like, the time. If it was one of your clients, you'd yell at them? I, I, everything I do is not what I preach. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I do everything that is wrong in, but I mean, you know, but that's not what I preach to like other people. Oh, like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always get that question. People are like, well, what do you eat? Oh, I know. Do you get that a lot? I do. Or like, I I don't smoke anymore, but I used to smoke. And I'd be mortified when a client would see me smoking. Because then it's like, really, I'm taking health advice from this loser, <laughs> you know? When did you quit smoking? Um, I'd say like over the last like two years. It was like a gradual thing. Like, you know, I used to smoke all the time. Then it was just when I was drinking. Then it was like just when I was stressed. And now like, never. I actually saw outside my gym, I saw this guy's client bum a cigarette from his trainer, which is like, I feel like that's like buying crack from your parole officer. Yeah, I have, a, I have a client who once asked me if I had a cigarette on me and I gave it to her. And I was just like, this is awful. Now pay me the $100 <laughs> yeah, right? only for this session. <laughs> right, you know? so, so I can tell you how to live a healthier lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Uh, I'm actually like, I'm pretty good about practicing what I preach yeah. for the most part, Yeah, I would say. Do you like, do you think you eat the way you tell your clients to eat also? Yeah, but I'm also really honest. Right. Right? So, like, I always have a cheat day, mm-hmm. you know, at least once a week. And, uh, you know, like, 
what I always tell people is you want to like, because pe people ask me about diet all the time. They're like, well, what should I eat? Like as if there's like three magic things. Right. Just eat this and that's it, you know? Um, but yeah, I actually like, I, I tell people, look, I don't want to live in a world where I feel like I'm never going to be able to have another slice of pizza, where I'll never be able to have another French fry. Right. So, you know, I save it up and then I Sundays, ate French fries this weekend. Did you really? <laughs> I did. I was very stressed. <laughs> I was very stressed. And when I'm stressed, I go to food. So I eat fries with cheese melted on it. Maybe that's why I struggled last <laughs> whole month. I really had a weekend of drinking and fried food, and then I didn't eat anything beforehand. You What's know what? Time? If you're listening to this podcast for health advice, just don't listen to me. Just listen to Michael. Well, there are, two, there are two schools of thought on this, and I'm, I'm curious where, where you stand on this. And that's... So there's some people that say, like, you should give yourself a little treat every day, right? Absolutely. Like, people say that, like... T like you can use 10% of your like calories for the day yeah. on like a treat. So on a 2000 calorie diet, like 200 calories, not really take you very far. That's like a glass of wine, right? a beer, or like, I don't know, a half an Oreo or something. So do you think it's better to take a little treat every day or to just save it up and just go hog wild once I a week? Think for, for someone like me, like I consider myself an addict when it comes to food. Mm -hmm. um, I have no like control. So it's better for me not to cheat at all and just save it up for like a birthday or something. Otherwise, I, I don't cheat like small. I don't know how to do it. I can't just have one piece of chocolate. I have to have like the entire bag of, and then the person sitting next to me is bag <laughs> you know <laughs> like there's no control here so that's for me personally it's like just stay away and save it up for a special occasion but that's just for i mean some people are fine just having one little treat a day yeah i don't do that i i save it up you know yeah. like i'm not a counter i'm not i can barely like count to 10 it's amazing i graduated high school right you know like it's so like uh i don't know just like math is not my thing so i don't want to be counting calories and stuff like that so i don't want to think like oh this one glass i'd rather just go Go have nuts. one day, yeah, and just like do what I do what I need to do on that day. Get it out of my system, right? You know, and I actually find that I don't go that crazy on my cheat days, but I do. Gotta have that <laughs> cheat day. Gotta <laughs> I, know it's coming. I cheat up. enough for both of us. Keeps me sane. Yeah. Um. So it's time for our ask a trainer segment. Excellent. Who is this from? This is from John in Fairfield. Where's Fairfield? It's in Connecticut. Oh, okay. It's like a very like fancy. Fancy part of Connecticut. Okay, nice. But he's got a really good question. All right, let's hear. What does John ask? John from Fairfield wants to know. So this is what he writes. He writes, I'm pretty sure that you're supposed to be working out your lower back as part of core strengthening. What's the safe and proper way to do it? It seems like people are constantly hurting their backs while doing mundane everyday things, which is... Very true. Pretty true. Yeah. Uh, I, I have so many clients that came to me with back problems. Oh, like, me that's too. That's like the most popular thing. Back and knees. Everyone's like, my knee. I blew my knee out. Or I have lower back problems. Like everyone that's come to me. Yeah, a lot of it's related, actually. The big reason why, a lot of, why so many people have problems with their backs is um, because they're sitting in front of computers all day mm -hmm. at work. So they're like rounding their shoulders, which just stresses the lower vertebrae. Right. So... It's a very, very common thing. Yeah. Also, because people work out their abs like crazy without working out their back, so they end up pulling it at the gym. Right. Yeah. So this is actually a really good question. Uh, for me for me personally, with my clients, what I do is I, I'm obsessed with core strength, mm -hmm. with like total core strength. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I, I, of course, am interested in the aesthetic value of, of, of really working the core. Um, I mean, who doesn't want hot abs, right? Right. Uh, but... You can, you know, you're more likely to be able to really push yourself while you're working the abs, while you're trying to like work the pack if you strengthen all of it, particularly the 
the lower and middle back, mm-hmm. which is something people overlook a lot of times. So what I emphasize is engaging the core no matter what it is that you're doing, right? So even if you're doing bicep curls, first thing I do when I meet with a client after bringing them through like a movement screening is I'll put them up against the wall. I'll make them stand so that their chest is forward, their shoulders are back, uh, hips slightly back so that their torso is completely elongated, almost like, you know, like if you were like uh, right underneath like the, the top of the rib cage, it's almost like there's like a really like taut rubber band. Right. right? So, and then I throw a pair of dumbbells into their hands and I make them do bicep curls. Just to, you know, just to make the point like this is even when you're doing something that seemingly has nothing to do with all this stuff. You want to be this engaged. You want your entire I'm, core I'm totally on this board. tight. That's what I do all the way too. around. I, I try to do every exercise. I have them do on like a balance. You know, like the um, Bosu ball, the half ball. Oh yeah, I love the, them. Like I like doing all upper body with them, like standing on that or standing on one leg. I try to get their core involved in everything. You know, um, but I also, I mean, I I think like you ha- like do actual back exercises oh, yeah. in between like doing Absolutely. ab exercises yeah. whether it's like the superman or um supermans for those of you that don't know at home it's you basically lay down flat on a mat like you're with your stomach on your down stomach, on the ground stomach down and you um just put your arms in front of you with your legs behind you you lift your you kind of i was the way i, I always explain it is like superman lift yeah, your arms up leave your belly button down yeah and then and just everything else try up, and lift everything and else up and like you go, you could do a bunch of different ways. You go down, up, down, up. Or you could just hold it up for a minute. I mean, like you know, it's all different things. I have because I have a lot of clients with back problems. I um, I also have them go on all fours and do, a you know, opposite arm leg lifts. Those are called. I don't know why they're called. What this. are they called? They're called bird dogs. Bird dogs. Yeah. So, you go to all fours, your palms and your knees about parallel, and then you draw your. I always have them meet in the middle so, so it doesn't get all sloppy. Yeah. You draw your knee and your the like your right knee and your left elbow in toward your center and then you just extend straight out. So you're like Yeah, opposite so arm, like opposite pull leg. In, pull out, small and force. You, pull in, pull you out. Alternate arms and legs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're called bird dogs. Or I saw them described that way once. I was like I was trying to find the name for them, and I found they're listed on some like uh, like the O magazine, Oprah's magazine, a yeah. list of like exercises that everybody should do. <laughs> they are, they're good. It's like them, I mean, and then like Kegel exercises are the one right after that. Wait, what did you just say? Kegel exercises. Oh, you say Kegel exercises. Like flexing your vagina muscles. Yeah, oh yeah, Kegels. Yeah, yeah, Kegels. Oh, am I saying it wrong? Yeah, it's Kegels. You said Kegels. Oh, that's I'm close enough. I've been wrong all these years. <laughs> Maybe you don't do your Kegel exercises. I've been wrong all these years, or I've said it like three times in my whole life. Wait, you tell your clients to do Kegel exercises? No, I do not. No. <laughs> that would be amazing. No. Are you like told like 80 year old, like SD? Yeah, I don't <laughs> want know? that showing up in one of my Yelp reviews. Right. You know? Uh, so, yeah, the Supermans are awesome. The bird dogs. The bird dogs. Arm, opposite, the, um, like, if you're at a gym, you could do the, I don't know what this machine's called, the extensions. Like, you know, it's just like a on a angle and you lean over it and you go down and up but like you're yeah this way. i know what you're talking about what is that called the the throne thing i actually i'm actually not really a big fan you of those you don't like those i love those I no because people so do it well. wrong all the time and they they hyperextend in the back which mm. is just gonna hurt your lower back right uh so yeah i try and i try and actually stay away from those i love those i feel them so like like well, if you do it correctly you can really feel them and yeah, those are all really good. Another thing you can do is from a plank position mm. is just um, with the, from a plank, if you just take one foot at a time and just 
lift it up off the ground and then slowly bring it down, alternating sides. Yes. Awesome for the obliques. And also butt. awesome for the for the lower middle back and the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, so John, those are some good ones to, answered to get question. you started. And then just like I just have to put this out there also is uh, nobody under any circumstances should ever be doing crunches. Wait, what? Crunches, like traditional crunches, like where you like bend, you know, round the top of your shoulder and put all sorts of unnecessary pressure on your vertebrae. Wait, I do crunches. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like... There's a, okay, so like there are a lot of there's like conflicting reports about how dangerous it may actually be, like for just, the vertebrae yeah. itself. But just that position where you're like rounding the the shoulders, you're putting all this pressure on the neck, you're putting a ton of pressure on the lower back, um, also, and also you're uh, taking pressure off of the rest of the core. So exercises like where you keep the torso elongated the entire time, mm-hmm. you're like creating like a belt all the way around your middle, and you're just making it. You're like you're giving yourself a harder workout and you're making it um, I feel like I so do, much more secure. I mean, I do like all different types of crunches. Like I do, I mean, every day. Do you do the traditional like hand well, behind the, the Yeah, well, usually the, like my legs will be straight up in the air and like I'll go, you know, hands behind my head, up and down. I'll do like the sandwich where the arms and legs both go up. Oh yeah, down. that's not really what I'm talking about with a crunch. I'm talking about like where there's like a, where like you're like making a severe like a sit up with like your Are with you the top of your that? shoulders. Yeah, like what like an old school gym class, oh, okay. somebody holding your feet. Yeah, I know. You're about, yeah, no one wants to hold my feet, so I haven't done those in years. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, John, I cool. hope we answered your question. I hope so too. Okay. Yeah, so if anyone has a question for us, they can just shoot us an email. Yes, at at uh you can send it to me at uh Michael at BuckleyBodySolutions.com. And I'll I'll filter through all the crappy ones so Robin yeah. doesn't have to And then the good ones they're all good could, questions. The good ones you could email to me at Robin at Robinshaw.com. Yeah. yeah, the good ones and the good ones to Robin. Send, your naked pictures of you could send to me, but the questions ask Michael. You're gonna regret saying that. <laughs> nah, it's all right. I guarantee that. So speaking of naked, yeah, I'm so excited for our guest today. We have a very special guest today who bon is. That's not stripper music. Oh, I'm what sorry. is that? Porno music? Yeah, closer. <laughs> yeah, like 1970s porno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even think it's like that elevator music in porn now. When it was like still on film. Yeah. When there was still art in it. Over the <laughs> I days. Like, I like that this is what you guys have a problem with. Out of everything I say, it was my porn yeah, music. Yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, this is, this is Damon Gasparine. And Damon is, uh, what is, what is the... Uh, the the term that a stripper's fine. Stripper's fine. No politically correct way of saying stripper. Not exotic dancer. <laughs> or it is. Uh, there's nothing exotic about me. What does the union Jersey. go by? There's you represent. <laughs> it's it's funny though because people sit there and say, "Oh, you're a male stripper." I thought the male part was implied. I really didn't think there was any. You don't ask a female stripper if she's a female stripper. Right. So it's, oh, yeah, there's yeah. really no term for it. Stripper applies to. Uh, women to the most people so i have to say i was a male stripper right i feel like there is a difference though just in terms of and maybe it's a double standard maybe it's not fair absolutely but like you know you could my mom could go see uh a male stripper and it's like ladies night and yeah it's like ladies night it's fun and like you know it absolutely but when guys go to a strip joint there's like a yeah it's a different thing like their girlfriends are pissed without a doubt yeah you get you get different questions. Yeah. I think when you get home to your significant other, when you're yep. going to a female to see female strippers the, the, or exotic dancers or whatever. Yeah. No, the big like I said, I, the term exotic dancer to me 
sounds like a belly dancer or some Wait, art how involved. How naked do you get? Do you get like fully? Uh, that's actually illegal in this country. Is it really? Um, is it really? Yes. Full Monty is only in Canada because but, anywhere they serve, right, but women can, yes. Yeah. But only where they don't serve alcohol. At least I know that's the rules that apply <laughs> in Jersey. So you can't show, because, like, so there's no, no wiener at all. No, well, I mean. If it pops within, out. Yeah, I mean. And what are the rules? Okay, like, is there like a certain um, number of inches that like the, the G string has to be in the back or is that? I, not that I know of, and I'm not a loyalist. I do boxer briefs or something that is not a thong because there's nothing attractive about yeah, a brief and a say, thong. No I'd matter rather, what your body yeah. looks like. Yeah. I'd rather see a guy in like no. boxer briefs than no. a thong. I agree. Well, never mind. <laughs> and in hindsight, that wasn't what I meant. But yeah, no, we had a, we had a lot of loyalists. Uh, Dr. Bill, which I believe is not his real name, nor is he a licensed physician, so I could probably say <laughs> that. What's um, your stripper name? Trouble. Ooh, Trouble. I like it. Oh, yeah. cool. Did you come up with that or was that given to you? Um, that I came up with because it was kind of my character when they originally, I, I kind of worked my way up the corporate stripping ladder from being a waiter to being what they called a massage guy to being an actual onstage performer and hosting the show. But there's a ladder Wait, there you have a, to climb? Yeah, there's a corporate. There's a lot of shit you got to climb. Oops, sorry. <laughs> oh, you know, no, you can say whatever. <laughs> oh, no, we okay, cool. yeah. So wait, so, so there's a corporate. There, there was and there wasn't. I, I basically... Um, at a whopping five seven, was not tall enough to be like they want statuesque looking dudes, and I have a Six ton of one tattoos. Yeah, five like, eh, ten got away with it if you were in good enough shape and had a pretty face. Um, so between that, and my tattoos, I had a lot of piercings when I first started. The boss looked at me and said, "You don't really fit the mold of what we want one of our guys to be. You want a clean cut and the whole nine yards and mm-hmm. more like not, a Ken doll. Yes, with genitalia." <laughs> and um, so I had to start out in the lower spots and he realized I was one of the few guys that could construct a sentence. So I ended up hosting the show eventually. So when you applied for a job, when you started as the waiter, was the, the dream, was the ultimate goal the, yeah. to, to be <laughs> the dream uh, Wait, this is male a, stripper? This is a real question. Do you do pole work when no. you're a male stripper? So the, male strippers don't do poles. No, bowl, balls getting away for that. Yeah. Well, they, it's <laughs> no, pole work is not... Because when I originally started it, it was in a club that had female strippers in the front of the club, and then twice a night, twice a week, the male strippers were in the back room. Okay. Oh, so wow. we would go out and joke around on a pole after we were done, but it's not but, conducive to. Yeah, women don't want to see men on a pole. No. We just. No. What, 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 what do they want to see? I don't know. Um, that's a valid question. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised how much they want to see. It depends on the group. I mean, like you were talking about before, when women go to a male strip uh, strip show or review, it's more of a campy, like, oh, we're going, oh, look, he's got a yeah, dick. Yeah, and yeah. Like, <laughs> it's more of a joke. When guys more go, giggling a, and yeah, less like a lot. Less like uh, slack jawed and like, oh, Absolutely. look at that. Yeah, and like when men go to a strip show. I would imagine. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's, no, you're 100% right. <laughs> you know, because right. think about it. Guys like want boobs in their face. No girls wants like balls smacked in their kind of there's a there's a small demographic that do that do want that there were definitely and that's what i was gonna say the majority of them are the oh this is cute and there was definitely a handful of get over here and they're like the 55 year old married women oh, yeah, right they're never who are the, like never the attractive ones <laughs> never the hot ones because they can get it whenever they want right so i, I definitely want to get back to like the fitness aspect of what i did no yeah i mean no i want to get back to this part but i feel like <laughs> it's our obligation to get to oh, the fitness yeah. part right oh, absolutely so okay so you applied for for the job as a waiter, mm-hmm. obviously because you had a, a certain body type and you mm-hmm. thought, hey, I've got what it takes to cut it. Were you always a physical person? Were you always in good shape? Or was that something that happened later in life? Were you an athlete? What's, your, was, what's your... 
I picked the worst sport a slow, short white boy could pick, and I played basketball all my life. And lifting never got like it kept me in cardiovascular shape beyond the shadow of a doubt because right. all the running and constantly. I mean, I was on the bench most of the time, but still. Those are the, you can't that can't see Damon at, at home. His arms are like the size of my head. <laughs> he's a he's a big dude. It's just a sh- tight shirt. Um, and so that's what we illusion. like here. Oh, this okay. tight jersey shirt. represent when you yeah. want. No, that's very that's true. like the jersey uniform. <laughs> we wear Under Armour in public, like not to the gym. Out of the three of us at the table, I definitely have the baggiest clothes on. <laughs> now I'm wearing yeah. leggings. Anyway. This is like loose. Like I used to like, <laughs> I used to not own a shirt because I'm from uh, I'm from Jersey also. I used to not own any shirts where you couldn't see my nipples. <laughs> no, I agree. And this is one of the few I have with sleeves. Yeah, I have a really nice job. You, all you girls should be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so and do you get judged on your body? Like if you put on five pounds, like because I know as yes, an there actress, a weight clause? I get. There's no weight clause because it's not an ironclad contract per se. But if the boss, you know, wants to say, "Look, you're getting sloppy. You got to go." Have, it can have people been talked to about like, "Hey, look, you got to like." It lose the love handles or yeah, it they just don't seem to. It's kind of like a um, that's the word I'm looking for independent contractor kind of situation a lot of times Mm -hmm. so basically you'll work there one week and you may not even be booked the next week so it's not even handled in that sense the boss kind of just looks and goes and he's not gonna have him back and just like a comedian you call on your avails every week yep pretty much wow pretty much there's a lot of parallels from when i was doing stand-up and when i was doing that yeah except i think stand-up is so much more degrading than absolutely (laughs) like because if you just think about it because i actually have thought about if you're a stripper people are cheering you on throwing you money if you're a comic people are sitting there just judging you with hatred absolutely you don't get paid (laughs) most of the time (laughs) nope it's it's like yeah maybe Um, i should switch careers i recommend it i did stand (laughs) up at the strip show once and it was awful it was painful wait you did what I did when I first started doing stand-up, I was still stripping and like on a regular basis at the show when we used to have it at Duvet. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say a club name, but it doesn't oh, exist yeah, anymore. Um, the boss was like, why don't you warm up the crowd by doing stand-up? I was like, these women don't want to hear jokes <laughs> at like all. the worst idea ever. It was. It was awful. It's so incongruous. And, like, uh, and no, and it didn't. And I tried doing like bad Bill Cosby impressions and tried yeah. to relate it to stripping. They're like, shut up and take off that, your clothes. Absolutely. They were like, take it off. And I'm like, ah, oh, I was just dejected. And I walked off. I'm like, never doing that again. Yeah, comedy is so degrading. Where stripping, I just feel like people are cheering you on. Like, I feel like also with comedy, like you're so much more vulnerable. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, you're totally. actually like... Yeah, because you're a stripper, you're hot and sexy, you're a comic, you're making fun of your flaws. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like two totally... There's like a two-second thing, too. When I get down to my underwear, they're either going to like me or not like me. In comedy, they can either break into like... Like, you might be able to pull your act back. You're fighting. Or they could love you up front, and then you just lose them. You know, stripping. All right, so... So so let me ask you then, uh, so you you train for size? Yes, absolutely. Always have. And are you a hard gainer? Like, are you naturally big or do you have to like make sure that you're like eating all day to make sure that you maintain mass and if i told you my eating habits it would be very disturbing to the average trainer uh i ate half a domino's pizza before i went to sleep last night i ate the other half when i got done training this morning um i had taco bell for breakfast the other day is it weird that you're turning me on right now so you're just like i'm turning myself on. you just gotta consume a ton of calories yeah so and so if you didn't if you didn't lift would you just be super skinny Eh, I don't know if I'd be super skinny. I never had like that ectomorph frame. I was never skin and bones per se, mm-hmm. but I definitely have a hard time putting on decent weight. I don't, because of my height, I just look a lot bigger than I am. 
And for the like the the club, like are they looking for guys that are a little bit more like lean, or are they looking for guys that are big? Like, what is the that's the, the what are they looking for? I feel like that's the aesthetic change of time. Like in the '80s and '90s, you know, meatheads, big, bulky, you know, that look, which is the aesthetic I prefer to look like if possible, mm-hmm. was a lot more popular. As time goes on, it's just abs. Chicks want to see abs and the iliac crest sticking out of the underwear, and that's and enough. And packs. We like packs. That's, the iliac crest, for those of you that don't know, that's that V? The V muscle. Yeah, the the, the, the down here V? Oh, that's, a hot, yeah. that's hot. Um, so talk to me a little bit about, like, uh, in terms of the job itself, like, how much, like, actual dancing, like, how physically demanding is it, and, like, how, how does that affect the way you have to train? It varies depending on the dancer. For me, my act wasn't that involved. My What's your act? act? Uh, I used to do a bad boy routine, so I came out in my leather jacket and tearaway jeans. And um, show us, show. No, yeah, if you guys could see the smile on Robin's face right now, she's blushing. That, that, I'm still on the Taco Bell and pizza. I haven't even. Right, right, I right, lost right, me after the right. food talk. Um, so my act wasn't that involved, but we had guys that were on. So you think you could dance? We had one guy that oh, was wow. amazing. Like could do incredible like borderline gymnastic feats on stage so i'm sure his training varied from mine mine didn't affect it with regards to flexibility or anything like that i trained like i was training any other day hard heavy low reps heavy weights do you do any cardio nope really nope do you have abs borderline allergic to it i do wow i do i'd say right now again i do anything like um do you do like high intensity interval training or anything to like (laughs) My my rest periods in between my sets are pretty short. I don't. I train kind of counterintuitive to most people when they train. Obviously, low reps. They have big rest periods because they have to recover to be able to move that much right. weight again. Right, right. I'm lucky in the sense that I can stay pretty low in weight and still train quickly. That's a trick a lot of people don't know. So a lot of my clients that want to lose weight, especially a lot of women that come. I don't know if you know this, but like. You start throwing weights in their hands, and you worked it as, as a trainer mm-hmm. also, right, Damien? Yep. So, so you know what I'm talking about. Like women, the first thing you throw a weight in their hand, they're like, "I don't want to get big, bulky, bulky muscles." Right. And I always explain to them like, "You're not. You're gonna you're gonna build some muscle. It's gonna up your metabolism, and I'm also gonna keep your rest periods between like 30 and 45 seconds. Yep. So it's gonna be like, you know, you're it's gonna you're not you're you're gonna be just jacking your heart rate, right? Even though you're not like also muscle sweating on a treadmill burns Absolutely. fat. You know, which people forget. Like, if you put some muscle on you, you're going to be burning calories throughout the day. Absolutely. Which is why he can have half a pizza before he goes to sleep. Yeah. Right. And it's exactly and then why. The other half when he wakes up in the morning. Yeah. Um, so, what's the age like span of strip male strippers? Uh, like for their career, or yeah. what is the age of the average guy? No, like, what's the. Because, I mean, women strippers, I feel like, can only go up to like. 35 the oldest i think it depends how bad their drug habit is right right like that uh, how that, ravaged by meth their face becomes that's not too far off from some of the guys i worked with either so i, I mean again depends 40. on the i guess the difference between men and women in that sense a lot of the guys that do it partake in extracurricular chemical activities mm. to maintain so if you got a guy who's injecting growth hormone and that keeps him looking like ll cool j for have the you ever have you ever used any substance to help you get bigger? um i did for a while when i was younger before i ever stripped though what did you try before i ever stripped um a little bit of dianabol which is an anabolic steroid an oral anabolic steroid i took like a week's worth did it make your penis small 
No, and they don't affect the penis. They affect the testicles. Big difference. Uh, um, well, who needs obviously testicles? Big difference. Well, that's the <laughs> they thing. They just get in the way anyway. <laughs> they atrophy when you add extra testosterone, and they come back, uh, provided you do the right post cycle stuff. So you only did it for a week? That, the Diana ball, yes. Like anything real. Everything else I ever took, when I was, I was about 190 at my heaviest, mm-hmm. and the most muscle I had on me, and I was taking anything that I bought was over the counter, but they were pro-hormones, which is a fancy word for Legal legalized steroids, steroids yeah. that are eventually banned anyway. Did you ever do Andro? Uh, no. I did the like Andro was the thing Andro. that it was, you could buy it at GNC and it was like something that was legal for a long time. Uh, is, is it still legal? Certain forms of it are. 4AD is, 1AD so like, isn't. It was like uh, basically like the closest chemical match to anabolic steroids that you could legally sell. And it became a big thing because uh, Mark McGuire was taking Andrew when he like crushed his first like his like first 50 home 70, runs. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was taking it for all that time. And the idea is what these companies do uh, is just basically things that weren't patented. They release as something you could buy over the counter. Yeah, and so it's a race really against good. time mm-hmm. with a lot of the, the supplements. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think I'm out of like like the hard fitness questions I wanted yeah. to ask. So, Robin, Dick questions. anything you've ever wanted to ask a male stripper? Um, uh, no. <laughs> a ball shrink. Nobody ever wants to talk to us. And take steroids. No. Oh, do you feel like people uh, judge your career in a positive way or a negative way when you tell them you're a stripper? Depends on who you're talking to. Um, men are like, dude, that's awesome. You got to do that. Like, and it, that's that's the big difference between men and women stripping. Most guys are like, yo, that must have been great. You must have made a ton of money. You got a ton of this. Uh, uh. Women kind of can look at it negatively. Granted, I met my girlfriend slash future wife when I can afford a ring doing it. So Wait, she was in the audience? Yeah. Didn't oh. notice me the entire time. <laughs> Get out of here. Saw her at the yeah. after party. Didn't You're see Mr. Me. Trouble. How could she not didn't, notice you? Didn't notice me the entire she time. She wasn't looking at your face. Oh, I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. I don't even know if she gave me any dollars. That is hilarious. But do you usually get, what, what do people usually give? Singles? Fives? It's singles, but it, it's all a matter of how creatively you work. Right. I used to sit there and say, if you come back into my office, which was behind a column that yeah. just nobody could see, I'll give you $20 worth of dance, which they didn't know was the same thing I was doing for a dollar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was for an extra song, and they were dumb. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah, thanks, Damon. This very was, welcome. Uh, it was very informative. Are we cool. allowed to tell people where they could come see you dance? Uh, I'm actually just doing private parties now. Okay. Um, where can they reach you at? They can find me on the website, actually, uh, hunkmania.com. Oh, that's my website, too. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> it's ironic. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I searched for that on GoDaddy. <laughs> it was taken. <laughs> it, was, it was taken. So is any other derivative of it. Hunk-a-mania, hunk-o-mania, hunk-e-mania. That, and that's like the big corporate company that's mm-hmm. like... So that's like the like uh, the Mercedes of yep they, male stripping. Companies. They run the show. I mean, Thunder from Down Under. It's kind of an East Coast West Coast beef kind of thing. Not not beef per se, but the out here Hunk Mania is the big show. Wow, I just pictured like a stripper gang war. <laughs> yeah, it's a West Side Story of <laughs> that is a show I would say. Hmm. Grappling hand to hand, they just like <laughs> just start slipping with all the it's baby be, oil. It's so awkward. <laughs> any uh, any training tips you want to impart to our our listeners? Um, I Nutrient-wise, I guess I would say nutrient timing is hugely important, despite what I just said about how I eat. What I used to always tell my clients, it's uh, when you eat what you eat is almost as important as what you eat, in my opinion. And just don't, like, don't slack off. 
consistency in training is huge. And uh, just our ask a trainer question today, what's your favorite lower back, ex- lower middle back exercise? I actually like the back extensions myself, and I'm a big fan of the prone cobra. Prone cobra is like Superman, but uh, instead of uh, keeping your arms out in front of you, you, you like bring your, uh, your like palms out, kind of like your palms like facing. Thumbs up, out, and back. That's because if you go, it's hard to explain. So if you go this way, it doesn't really work quite the same. Thumbs are up and back. Like you're kind of asking somebody to give you a hug in a really kind of, hey. And you're on your stomach. Yes. Cool. And just your chest is coming up. Your feet stay on the ground. Also a really good way to stretch your rear delts. Mm -hmm. And if people have like neck problems, really good way to. I helped a lot of clients with back and shoulders. Bring the the traps down, elongate the neck. Cool. Good stuff, man. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you, guys. Well, Robin, we're at that time of the show. My favorite time. Everyone's favorite time. It's time for our... Danny Tanner, what did we learn this week moment? So. Here we go. So tell me, Michael, what is the one thing you learned today? I learned. Wait, I should do that again. I I didn't put enough heart into it. I apologize. Oh, I felt it. Michael. If you put any more heart in, I might start (laughs) crying. All right, Michael. Today, I want you to tell me, what did you learn? Today, I learned about the importance of rest periods and their, their importance in progressing um, a workout in terms of like, you can make a workout more difficult without adding a lot more weight by just shrinking the rest periods. And that's what came out of our conversation with male stripper, that's Damon Gasparine today. That's really beautiful. The one thing I learned today was it's a lot more degrading to be a comic than a stripper. And if I become a stripper, maybe my father would love me. <laughs> no? Is that not good? No, that's great. Thank I you. Mean, yeah. I think I, you know, we could talk about it for 50 minutes. <laughs> exactly. And you could probably give me 250 bucks for that 50-minute hour. But All you right. are, you learned a lot. You uncovered a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I've learned a lot about myself today. All right, guys, I'm Robin. I'm Michael, and this is the podcast. And we'll see you next week.